0: hello again and welcome to crime and music I'm your host Brian J Kinsley and with me as always my friend Ben Ruben.
1: you see that bus Brian because I'm about to throw you under it right now pal. oh no what are you gonna do so Brian gets a beer I know, maybe this is a good thing maybe this is a, you know it's a good thing he's like I really don't even want to drink a beer right now but I feel like we need that 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 noise for this is for the audience this is for our this is for our audience. This is for our fans. You,
0: the listeners, the people. The listener. Much like this podcast is for you, the people, every other week, Ben and I will bring you a true crime podcast about people in and around the music business and their misadventures and law-breaking, if that's something you find enjoyable. Thank you for listening. Share with a friend. Tell everybody you know. Go to the social medias. Give us a thumbs up. I would like some emoji comments.
1: Do you, did you build your own emoji? I cannot,
0: You can build your own emoji?
1: I, well, I built my own, like, looks like me emoji guy. Oh,
0: you're yeah, emoted person. I don't, There's a name for it. I don't know I try, I
1: tried. I wanted to get one with a headband, a sweatband, but they don't have that accessory.
0: Not yet. No. Coming in the future.
1: Put that in there, people, whoever you are.
0: <laughs> Long story short, uh, use your things to do stuff, guys. Reach out Crime and Music everywhere you get podcasts or social medias. And let us know what you're thinking. Let us know if you enjoy the show. Let us know you're doing okay in the time of COVIDs. Um, we want to hear from you guys, make sure everyone's feeling good.
1: Yeah, so I have been wearing a headband quite a bit to keep my hair out of my eyes because I'm growing it out. I think we talked about this on the last cast. Yes. Um, <clears throat> just to let everybody know, I don't know if you've gone to our website and checked us out, we're just two pasty white dudes. Whatever. I mean... Don't blow the magic, dude. Whatever. I don't know if you can tell from our, our, our voices, but, um, I put that headband on and I've had... Multiple people say that I look like Rasheed Wallace. Oh wow. Of Pistons fame.
0: All yeah. right. Well, yeah. you got a wicked beard going on right now.
1: Yeah, he had he kinda had some beard stuff and whatever. I mean I'm a tall dude.
0: My goal is once I get under two hundred pounds, I'm gonna shave this beard, so basically I'm gonna have this beard for the rest of my life.
1: <laughs> whatever, Santa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: All right, we're in it. Are you ready for another exciting episode of Crime Music featuring Ben's favorite game? Yeah. Guess the
1: guest? I'm ready. And hey, I got the last one right on the YMCA. You did. You nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I would never have known those guys' names, but there was one little hit. That's all it
0: takes. That's Just all a, it takes, everybody. So you two can play along at home right now. Guess the guest? We're really lowering our music. I listen to you people who say our music is too loud in the background. What? Exactly. Guess the guest. All right, let's
1: start. Hold on. Do I know this person? Absolutely. Okay. I got a chance.
0: He was criticized by record executives as being too country.
1: Wow. Well, I I want to guess all the ones we've already done. <laughs> That's what I did too. <laughs> I'm
0: like, damn, nope, did that. Nope, did that. Two nope. Too country. Did that, Hank two Williams countries. Jr.? Uh in, in, no, no, incorrect. Hey, <clears> he was Rock. He was Rock. His first band uh he was in was called the Treywick Brothers.
1: Treywick Brothers.
0: Yes. Oh, maybe a spark uh, there.
1: No. Okay. Keep keep going. Two.
0: Um. Can you play to a country? He played the Gatlin gun operator in the movie Young Guns. Oh, keep you're going? No, no. <laughs> yeah, you're on it now because you're like, I know this fact. Billy Ray Cyrus? No. No. Okay. Um. Some called him Randy Bruce Trewick.
1: Randy. I think it's I think it's Randy.
0: Everybody else called him Randy Ray.
1: I You're like,
0: oh my God, is that
1: Gatlin? Yeah.
0: Don't you Young Guns? ass Dave, baby, come on.
1: All right, no, I you're gonna say it, and I'm like, oh my God, I, it's in my head. Gatlin Brothers.
0: Technic, no, again, he he was in the Treywick Brothers. Brothers. Randy Bruce Treywick is his birth name.
1: Randy Travis. Yes, you're correct. my I was trying to go through all my Randy. He did it. Do I make you, Randy, baby?
0: Another Ric Flair woof woo for you. You deserve that we'll one. It is Randy, Randy Travis. Born Ranger. May 4th, 1959. Randy Bruce Trawick in All right. Marshville, North Carolina. All right, I'd
1: like to just, just, I'm going to throw this out there. Don't say if I'm right or wrong. He doesn't have a ton of terrible stuff he did. And I believe, because he seems kind of like a nice dude. <laughs> He is a nice dude. But I feel like there's going to be some alcohol in this story. I
0: think you may have heard All some right. of this story before, because right. that's basically what happens. Proceed. And we'll get there. Proceed. All right. Uh, Randy Bruce Trawick, May 4th, 1959. Born to parents Harold Trawick, his dad, and Bobby Tucker, his mom. Bobby Tucker Trawick? Yes. I mean, Bob, you know how we did that Bobby Knee Tucker, where it's like, that's her maiden name.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Marshville. Let's talk about Marshville, North Carolina for a second. Uh, you ever been to Marshville? No, it sounds moist. It does sound damp, right? Yeah. You're like, I should bring hip boots. Moist. Marshville Marsh. is a town in Union County, North Carolina, United States of America. Its population was 2,402 people at the 2010 census. According to the United States Census Bureau, the town has a total area of 2.1 square miles.
1: Are you going to get the new census numbers when they get them published oh absolutely all right yeah because i filled out my census form so
0: we did ours a couple times
1: yes what do you mean a couple times i don't know
0: (laughs) the median age is 34 years old for every 100 females there's 88.6 males for every 100 females age 18 and over there were 81 males so there's some numbers you don't need yep no well fellows go to it's like when i went to central michigan university it was five to one girls to guys that's the place to be if there were
1: five girls girls for every one dude yep and we still. Yep.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the, the odds
0: were in our favor.
1: Deny. I, I don't think the odds were ever in our favor,
0: Brian. We were not well received.
1: And the one girl that did come knocking at the door, we slammed the door in her face.
0: <laughs> yes. Kapo. Uh, the median income for a household in the town of Marshville is $36,000. The annual median income for a family in that town is $42,000. So we are not living big in Marshville.
1: Not living high on the hog.
0: Uh, I don't think there's hogs to be high on. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. Marshville is the site of the Bull Weevil Festival, an annual street fair and carnival. It takes place every year in the fall.
1: Hmm, okay. Hey, you hear that cheeseburger, uh, the Caseville Cheeseburger Festival got canceled?
2: No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, cherry festival, dude,
1: out,
0: out, well, out, yeah,
1: gone, gone, it's
0: burned, burned. Uh, well, uh, speaking of burning, I think I'm right here. Parts of the 1985 Oscar-nominated movie The Color Purple were filmed in Marshville. Was I feel like they burned down somebody's house?
1: Was that with Oprah? Was Oprah in there? Yes, it was with
0: Oprah. All right, good one. See, look at that. You know stuff. Oprah. Notable people from Marshville, North Carolina. Uh, Randy Travis. (laughs) <laughs> no and casey and jojo do you know who they are
1: Ah, uh, i know
0: they're r&b singers they're members of the group jodeci okay two two group two different sets of brothers from charlotte north carolina and after years they they're like oh we're not doing that good and the other groups are were, like, we're not doing that good so they joined forces and became jodeci became jodeci those are dudes yeah billboard hot 100 single come and talk to me
1: all right. no. Come and talk
0: yeah. to me, baby. Different song.
1: You're uh, you're uh, talking about my pay grade there, bro. There you go. Yeah.
0: Randy Ray is the second of six children. Okay. Uh, his oh. mom, Bobby, is a textile factory worker, and his dad, Harold, was a uh, turkey and cattle farmer, a substitute teacher. He ran a meat route. Uh, he was a horse breeder. A quote from Randy Ray on his dad and horses, quote, My daddy can make a horse do just about anything you could ever expect to see a horse do, and some things you couldn't. That could be taken the wrong way. I'm That's why I put, the quote, why I put the quote in there. Uh, and he owned a construction business, Treywick Construction General Contractors, North Carolina.
1: Is he, in an odd way, a half-brother of Sarah Jessica Parker?
0: Maybe. Miss Parker.
1: So nice of you to
0: join. Now she's running away. Why, why do you do that every time?
1: Well, somebody else had a little sugar cube.
0: Randy Ray and his brother Ricky were raised to respect recording artists and really rallied to refine their raunchous rhythm recitations.
1: I can't believe you did that without having to do, a, like, five takes.
0: I did those all last night. Uh, so basically, their father really wanted them to pursue their musical talents, so he encouraged them to practice a lot. Yeah, He was a big fan of Hank Williams and George Jones and Lefty Frizzell. Okay. Episode pending. 1967 at the age of eight randy ray begins playing the guitar and singing in his church of christ choir two years later he and his brother begin performing at local clubs and talent contests calling themselves the treywick brothers
1: another one of these kids that got brought up through the churches church singing system
0: man it's it's a fruitful proving ground
1: yeah sure that's where a lot of uh singing happens on a very uh basic i mean everybody's doing it right yeah
0: Practice at all sorts of levels. And they
1: can't kick you out of the band. It's a church.
0: (laughs) Both of the brothers did have a wild streak, so maybe they could get kicked out, uh, which resulted in Ricky going to jail. He got in a car chase, and Randy Ray ran off to Charlotte at the age of uh, 16. This was a contributing factor to Randy Ray dropping out of high school. He later becomes a juvenile delinquent, not that much later, and he was arrested for various offenses, including auto theft and burglary.
1: Okay, we got a little crime early on in this one. I like that.
0: There you go. Stay in school, kids. Yeah. While well,
1: on... Or not, because there's Zoom. Well, uh, yeah. That's yeah, true.
0: Stay in meets. Zoom, kids. In Zoom. While his brother's serving time in jail for a high-speed car chase, Randy Ray won a talent contest at a nightclub.
1: Them darn dude boys.
0: He was at the Country City USA a nightclub in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a honky tonk owned by this lady, Lib Hatcher.
1: Hey, you know what we drove by the other day? Diamondba- Diamondback Saloon.
0: Yeah. I
1: think it's still a thing. I mean, not now but
0: we went to diamond steakhouse is that the same place where were you
1: that Di- no it's on uh, 96 or 94 what am i thinking
0: 94 so if you're no, going 96. from here to the airport oh 94
1: yeah and there's a diamondback saloon on the south side of the road big yellow awning well oh. You don't remember that?
0: I mean, I remember it, but I haven't been there. I just we, oh. There's a steakhouse around here up in Brighton called Diamonds, and it's just very much the same thing. And I'm like, is that the same place? That's oh, not what I'm thinking of, though. Well, Diamondback, huh? This
1: is an old honky-tonk sort of country bar. There you go. A lot of line dancing going
0: on. We got both kinds. You know,
1: a lot of people with a, a pair of boots that they bought for going to the Diamondback Slower. <laughs> <limit. laughs>
0: My feet hurt. Um, okay, so he's at Country City, USA, and this lady, Lib Hatcher, um, you're supposed to go Lib, huh? And I go, yeah, her real name's Elizabeth. They just call her Lib. Okay.
1: Like, I how, do, how do you get Lib out of Elizabeth? I'm
0: like, i don't know. Add Lib. Oh, nice. She's listed as, quote, an American artist. Uh, she meets Randy Ray when he's 17 and she's 37. So needless, wow. needless wow, okay. to say. <laughs> uh,
1: is, there, is there some uh, amorous activity coming <laughs> up
0: here? <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, lib was impressed by Randy Ray and offered uh, him a regular gig at her bar as well as a job as a cook.
1: And another job. I gave a couple jobs.
0: I really really Uh, like uh, the way you sing. I would like to offer you a job. She took an interest in the young singer. Let's just say that. Cougar. Uh, In the late 1970s, Randy Ray is working and singing at Country City USA. In his late teens, Randy Ray has one more encounter with the law. At his hearing, the judge tells him that if he ever sees Randy back in this court again, he should be prepared to go to jail for a long time. Long time
1: trying to set the scare the young man straight at an early it, age. It
0: seems like it worked because Randy Ray is released into the guardianship of Lib, mm-hmm. who's <laughs> also co- coincidentally become his manager, and the two begin to focus full time on his music career.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, there nothing, nothing amorous here yet?
0: Not, not yet. <clears throat> not in these cards, buddy. This is all above board so far. Okay, just a nice. 30 some year old lady taking a young 17 17-year-old year old boy under her under wing as a age. guardianship. Okay, and so 1978, he begins recording for Paula Records. Uh, his first single with the label is called Dreamin'. It's released in April 78. It was not well received.
1: I, I, I just want to go <clears throat> and say that I, I want to acknowledge I think there's a double standard in art.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh, okay,
1: we're talking about this two dudes, just you know, whatever some 40-some-year-old dodes, whatever we are. Yeah, oh, yep. uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. And, and we're just both kind of, like, giggling, like, oh, a 17-year-old boy, a 30-year-old older lady? Yeah,
0: cool. You're going to flip it now on
2: mean? me? Yeah,
1: way to go. What kind of jobs you getting? <laughs> and, but if it was a young woman, like a young 17-year-old girl. And that's some, wrong. Like, sick, uh, sicko. like that guy wrong. should be dragged out in the streets and shot. Yep, yep. I don't, I, I acknowledge it
0: i can't do a lot about it oh um, one thing I do know is that <laughs> Epstein did not kill himself <laughs> anyway, continue yeah.
1: no, I'm just saying I would like right if we're giggling about this like two idiots oh it's total double because we're idiots
0: a hundred percent double standard yeah. right it's It's actually probably pretty traumatic, and uh i don't want i did, I'm glad I was not uh molested by a teacher in high school.
1: well, hell,
0: I don't know. you say that, but we've had this before on other people too, like Rick James or. James Brown or one of those guys is like, yeah, I'm not traumatized. Well, or if whatever, you were younger, like, but if you were Dude. 17. Still, man, if I'm 17, I'm going to go after like 17 year olds. I'm not looking at some 37 year old lady. I, I
1: think if there was a hot teacher in your school and you went to your buddies and said, you, whether it happened or not, and said you did anything, <laughs> you'd get some high fives. You'd get some high fives. I don't think those same high fives are be, being given amongst no. women when they tell them that some. No, teacher did I.
0: Now, also from my perspective, it. when I was in grade school, I don't remember having hot teachers. Well, this is not grade honest. school.
1: This is high school. Oh, high school. High when school. I
0: was in high school, let me rephrase. When I was in high school, I don't remember having hot teachers. You had one, one,
1: yeah. That's all, That's all got, it. That's all takes. Well, oh, ah. yeah, all
0: right, yeah. We, There was. I a, stand corrected. You're right. <laughs> it's, there I was it's just the one.
1: We had a couple student teachers come through. I mean, they're I mean, they're not much older than us at that age. At that, at yeah, the, I mean, in that area.
0: The thing that baffled me is that when I was in college, everyone I met, like every v- super attractive girl, was going to be a teacher. I'm like, what, 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 Where were you when I was in high school grade school? Like, I don't, I would have paid more attention. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of old dudes with mustaches just droning on. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever,
1: man. I got a mustache, Brian. Would you like me to drone on for you? I got oh, a dance. I
0: got a dance group you can join. All right. Uh, 1978. Music, uh, that record Dreamin' uh, was the first single, Dreamin', was not well received. It didn't even like make the charts. That's how bad it was.
1: Well, gotta gotta, 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 gotta crawl before you can walk.
0: Well, let's see if the second outing goes better. September 1978, so we got a little bit farther down the road. The second single, She's My Woman, is released.
1: Okay, how'd she How'd how do?
0: That spends four weeks at the Billboard Hot Country Singles Chart, peaking at 91. Ugh, not we, that great. We cracked the top 100.
1: Well, okay. It's a, mo- a step in the right direction.
0: And more steps in, I don't know if it's the right direction, but Randy Ray moves in with Lib and her husband. Well, the plot thickens. This puts further strain on their already fragile marriage.
1: Uh, yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> Which, I don't know why.
0: Well, he's a boarder. He pays us $2 in rent and works at the restaurant.
1: I got a lot of jobs for him.
0: 1982, she eventually leaves her husband and she and Randy Ray moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Hmm. She manages the Nashville Palace Nightclub, and uh, Randy Ray gets a job singing and cooking. Okay. During this time, an unlikely romance begins between the two. Uh, well. That's why I kept that word in there. (laughs) Unlikely, huh? Really? (laughs) Didn't seem like a plan from the beginning.
1: Sounds like this is going exactly as you plan.
0: (laughs) Randy Ray's got a quote about it. Quote. I think we discovered how much we needed each other. Hmm. Or it. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: well during the <laughs> early 1980s randy ray was rejected by every major record label in nashville not once but twice well he's not giving up this is the spirit that beat the japanese brian his early demo tapes were the ones criticized by record executives as being too country i mean you're country but you're like a little too country we don't want, i want country but i'm not like that much country
1: today's country is not too country is it
0: uh today's country is 80s pop
1: <laughs> or some of it's rap.
0: Some of it's country and rap. It's crap. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I like some of it. Come on, do the two-step and cowboy boogie. Be hard I still can't get over Garth Brooks, Brooks coming
1: back as strong as he did. Ooh, hoo, hoo, uh, I, I can't. I can't figure. Take it, out. it to the left now and dip
0: with it and go round and hip with it. Uh, you about ready to punch. Anybody would like to unsubscribe right now, (laughs) please leave a comment that it's
1: because Brian knew that whole song.
0: Oh, man. All right. right. I like that song. Within a couple years, the pair independently releases his debut album under the name Randy Ray. Randy Ray. I'm Randy Ray, everybody, and I like writing rhymes and writing... I don't even know. The record was called... Oh, writing records. The record was called Randy Ray Live, and it was sold primarily in the Nashville Palace Bar. They had a table...
1: The Palace Ballroom. Go, okay.
0: bu- go buy tape. I got a lot of tapes.
1: Oh, yeah, it was tapes, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> it probably was tape. 1980 So, yeah, it was a tape. 1985, thanks to Lib's uh, persistent efforts and the Randy Ray live album, Warner Brothers is like, dude, let's get you an offer. I think you're ready to come up. So you're
1: just about the right amount of country. You we know are looking right. for
0: you, you got it figured out now. Oh. As part of the contract, label executives insist. That they keep the romance between Lib and Randy Ray a secret, and he changes Steve's name to Randy Travis.
1: Well, I think if you're a young person, boy or
0: girl, then you're is coming up what in what they did. Right, you
1: don't want you want to be viewed as available.
0: They told Elvis that yeah. he was single, and he's like, "No, I got the Lisa Marie or whoever yeah, the, you don't want name, Priscilla. No, that's any
1: you want people buying um Priscilla. your albums, uh using their pa- using the brain in their pants."
0: No. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, it's like Um, I was watching some show. This guy's trying to be a rapper and he's like, I'm telling you, 12 year old girls are going to love me. They're going to want to marry me. I'm not going to marry them because that would be wrong and sick, but they're going to want to. They're going to be like, I like that guy and he's attainable. And so I want to be. about it. And so that was like part of his pitch to the record company. Like people like me and want to, you know, women want me and men want to be like me. That sort of old adage Dude, and stuff. And if you can I sell can it
1: score with 12 year old girls all day long i'm i'm not gonna do it i'm just saying i could if i wanted i don't want to let get get your record I deal buddy wanna, that's I'm that's kind the, of a
0: big deal that's what they're saying so that's that's what you're telling randy ray they're like look buddy you gotta keep it a secret and randy ray t- is a dumb yeah. name and randy trawick is not famous so we're gonna call you a trawick travis randy travis you have two first names now yeah and welcome everybody to, can spell it welcome to the club uh quote on the other hand, unquote, is his first single for that label. On the other hand. On the other hand, is his first single for the label of Warner Brothers. It's released and climbed to number 67.
1: Okay. Still still
0: good. Still doing better. Not well received, <laughs> though. They consider that not a success. It's not Despite a- its lackluster performance, radio programmers liked Randy, though. And so his next single, 1982, which came out in 1986.
1: Now, this dude's just a becomes tall. a top 10 hit he's a tall beanstalk con, kind of a long face right am i thinking of the right guy
0: yes tall, and no i i got him confused with hair. i got him nah, nah that's him but i also got him confused with chris, chris isaac so don't do that
1: there's a bit of an overlap in my brain on them <laughs> yep
0: two. yep what a wicked thing and Dude, that video i'm just saying i don't know half what, the night last night i'm writing these cards i'm like No, that's not the guy. That's the the other guy.
2: Yeah.
0: That's I know that's not Randy Travis. No, it's not. They do look a
1: lot. I think they look
0: very much similar. At
1: least that video of of that. Okay. And
0: somehow I think that gets us to Jessica Parker with that guy. I could I could be wrong, but is that not Chris Isaacs attached to her in a way? May maybe there's. 1986 oh did you hear the part about his uh his single 1982 becomes a top 10 hit no oh okay yeah he had a big one boom he's on there 1982 which comes out in 1986 anyway 1986 warner brothers re-releases that song on the other hand and uh the re-release becomes travis's first number one single
1: oh they they just re-released it well
0: repack i mean you know think about that they're like you're selling it out of a bar. We have a much bigger distribution network. I feel like we can promote it a little more. We can more. get this thing to catch fire. Right. Okay. okay. So okay. December 1986, uh, Randy Ray becomes a member of the Grand Old Opry. Wow. He, he didn't
1: even have to go through that, uh,
0: what's that <laughs> hay wagon. Louisiana hay ride. <laughs> hay
1: wagon ride.
0: <laughs> That's all. What is that, the Lusitania hay bucket? What is <laughs> what's that, spit spittoon? What are you? Is
1: that, is, that, is that straw or hay you got up there?
0: Grass and straw and hay. Uh, live on a barn, get all three. What the hell is that saying? <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. About as good as they do. All right. So he's in the Grand Ole Opry now. He did it. He didn't have to go through the hayride. 1987. The songs that were included on his major label debut are Storms of Life, which produced another number one country single. Digging Up Bones.
1: I know that song. Digging Up
0: Bones. Uh, no Place Like Home don't know that
1: song no place
0: like home there's no place like home
1: that's how it probably goes
0: uh which held the number two position on the billboard country charge so he's now he's a one and two and one and two yeah he's every everything's landing april 87 randy ray's second album for warner brothers is called always and forever and it's accounted uh for 14 singles it's got i'm sorry for four singles that's not 14 singles it accounted for four singles all of which hit number one on billboard Forever, never, amen. Most popular song. Forever, yeah, Amen. Yeah. I won't need you anymore. Uh, too gone, too long. And I told you so. Okay. Forever, never, amen. Held the top position for three weeks.
1: I, went. And this was in the mid mid eighties. Eighty seven. Okay, so mid to late eighties. The, oh, the I used to help my dad back then. Like we in right. the summer, especially.
0: Trey week construction. He would.
1: He would go out. He was a, you know, kind of a home remodeler dude, builder guy, jack yep. of all trades. And we'd go to houses and put like a new kitchen counter in or new tubs or whatever. And I just helped my dad and we'd listen to some country station. And I remember hearing these songs back then, you know, a lot of that, that, this and whatever, George Jones, and just listening. You know, it'd be on the background. And Paul Harvey would come on. Oh, and yeah. the Paul Harvey show would come on. And that's, you know, and then after Paul Harvey, I'd go right back to this. Ah. yeah. Well, there you go. Paul Harvey. What was, his, what was his thing?
0: Good night. I and that's that. the rest of the story. I, and he
1: said, yeah, and that, but I think at the end he did, at, he did the rest of the story was a bit sidebar from a show, I think.
0: I don't remember. That was a little before I was paying good attention day. to that stuff.
1: Or something. All good, right. Well, maybe that's something that our <clears throat> listeners can fill us in on.
0: Good night and good luck. Hit us up on all the social medias. Uh, crime and music. 1987. Um, always and forever wins. Randy Ray his first Grammy for best male country vocal performance. So I wonder what happened to his brother, Ricky. Yeah, he's in jail. Still? I don't know. It's life crime, revoltsism. I'm sure probably just, happens.
1: Probably his li- his brothers just oh. hand him some money every once in a while.
0: Possibly. Yeah. July 1988. Old eight by ten. His third album is released. Eight by ten. That's what he called it. Uh, it's got three singles on there. Honky-tonk moon, deeper than a holler, and is it still over?
1: Uh, what's 8x10 refer to? Do you know?
0: 8x10? I, 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 I did not say. I it's not a 2x4. 8x10.
1: You
0: know. Isn't that a room? 8x10. What, well, you want to play some dodgeball in here?
1: That's not big enough for dodgeball. You know that. No,
0: two two U's, two mees. It's
1: not nearly big enough for dodgeball. It's Not even big enough for squash.
0: You want to you wanna play some <clears throat> racquetball in here? I
1: think you play Chess. By and, 10? Uh, 8 by 10 uh. Anyway.
0: Uh, Randy Ray wins his second, oh, I'm sorry. All of those songs, Honky Tonk Moon, Taller than Ho- Deeper Than a Holler, and Is It Still Over, all reach number one. Randy Ray wins his second Grammy.
1: He's everything's everything on the number one chart. It just gets taken over by the next Randy Travis song. And
0: pretty much he's outdoing himself. Okay. Uh, he wins Grammy for Best Country Vocal Performance on this album. 1990, two more singles are released from No Holding Back. That's another thing. There. It's, uh,
1: and his girlfriend's got to be like 55 by now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get there. Uh, Hard Rock Bottom of Your Heart, which became Travis's longest lasting number one single at four weeks.
1: Do you think she was collecting her Medicare or her uh, <laughs> her, her social, social security? security?
0: Yeah, possibly. And he walked on water, which peaked at number three.
1: Okay. And now he's going down.
0: Yep, and since we had a little dip, we're gonna take a little break right here too. And and when we come back, we're gonna talk more. Randy Travis. Can everybody. you just
1: lead us in a break with uh, singing the rest of that song? I got a little. T- I ran around boogie and boogie boogie boogie. No, no, but equally That's a hard. No, <laughs>
0: equally bad singing. My high school band. Twenty-one days. This is recorded in uh, our rhythm guitar player's backyard.
1: Who who was that? Paul Paul's <laughs> a oh, good guy. Oh, hit single button. He's a real good guy. Yeah.
0: This is not the edited clip I thought it was. It's fine.
1: It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. get him all delayed.
0: Oh yeah actually it did. (laughs) That's the worst part about it. Break. Awesome. What'd you what'd you do?
1: I read a text from my buddy. He's back with his old girlfriend.
0: Are we happy about this? I
1: not? he he knows he he, he he's not
0: Does he a listener? Does he know? No, happen? he's oh, not. Okay, he's not
1: as much in love with her as I think he's the in idea love of her. with
0: it. Oh well there's that too. I mean
1: Well, even when he started going out with her originally, he's like, I'm gonna marry her. I hate myself for it. I'm gonna marry her. Ah, oh, but I'm just too damn selfish. I can't marry anybody, and they, because he's he knows he's selfish, he and he's all he, right. Well,
0: and they're back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they are. With that, uh, let's pick up in 1991. Our buddy Randy Ray, he and Lib come forward with their relationship, and they're married in a private ceremony. Okay, so they're finally out and proud about. This was here. the time. That's the emojis I want from our listeners. Send me those.
1: And when I say they're back together.
0: Eggplant, eggplant, peach, water drops. What?
1: A lot of water drops in that text. I don't even
0: know what that means. Bloop. It means bloop. Oh, gotcha. Bloop. Randy Ray holds the top of the charts and begins to slip a little bit after Clint Black, and especially Garth Brooks appear on the country music scene.
1: Yeah, Clint Black, I think. Is a Randy Travis sort of vibe. I don't think Garth Brooks was, because Garth Brooks was kind of more of a, he had a lot of slower ballads, but he had some fun party songs, too.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And I don't think Randy right. Travis had a lot of fun party songs. There's
0: not a lot of fun party songs.
1: But, and Clint Black, the same. You know, not a lot of-
0: No, I'm not a Clint Black Rock and roll and fun party
1: songs. Not like, you know, Garth well. Brooks, who I still can't believe. Whatever. Good for yeah. him. Good for him. Good for him, man. <laughs>
0: Well, nevertheless, Randy Ray uh, never fell away completely. His albums continued to achieve gold status throughout the 90s. He's usually cracked the top 10 for most of his stuff. 1998, he wins his third Grammy for Best Country Collaboration. Um, actor Patrick Swayze contributed backing vocals on the track, I Did My Part. Huh. Patrick. That is not what he won a Grammy for. There's no confusion. Swayze does not have a Grammy. Uh, there were others on the album like Vince Gill, Alison Krauss, Melba Montgomery. So it's basically an album of uh, duets.
1: I, I went to see Vince Gill. Oh, yeah? This dude, I didn't know the guy that well, but he said that there were some girls
0: going. That's all you needed back well, in the he's day like, for you. hey, you, you
1: want to go see Vince Gill?
0: No. And girls going. Yeah, okay. Well,
1: it gets, it's worse than that. The girls were. <laughs> Not, nah, uh, they were into me as about as much as I was into them. All right, and the reason I wasn't into anybody right. and they weren't into me right. is because I thought I was going to a rock concert. Oh, I thought yeah. I was going yeah. to like a heavy metal concert.
0: Vince Gill, yeah, that Vince Neal. All right, I might have gotten a couple of people mixed <laughs> up
1: here, and all of a sudden here here I am. I'm like wearing a like an old <laughs> ah, old awesome. Rush t shirt or some crap. Right. Walking in there. Leather, leather like,
0: studded bracelet on. They, no sleeves and a shirt. Oh! They all got
1: cowboy boots and vests and cowboy. Like,
0: ha! Huh. Come on, dude. Our, who's
1: opening for this guy? Uh, it's Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Ben's Ben's uh, here for Motley Crue and uh, Shania Twain. Uh, <laughs> Do they not tour together? I I,
1: uh, I, I go see Shania. Know, I know who she is. I would I totally know. go see Shania
0: Twain. Yeah. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. Legs for days You see, you
0: see those legs make a complete ass of themselves as they go up. It's amazing.
1: But um ball
0: Uh, actually Shania Chain has a thing about her legs, and I don't understand why. She's a lovely attractive woman. Quit she- hiding your legs. Huh. Yeah, no, she's that a she had a thing in uh, like people or something like that about it. Like I'm always self conscious. Read a lot of people, do ya? When I'm waiting in line at the grocery store, yeah.
1: Can't touch that stuff, that's covering COVID.
0: Oh god. What do I do now? Uh, Randy Ray's career, speaking of Oh God, Randy Ray's career from 2000 onward is dominated by Christian country music.
1: Is that where he went?
0: Yeah, he switches over to like country and Christian gospel stuff. I
1: I suppose if that's maybe where your heart's at and you know you're kind of on the decline, might as well, right? He
0: has received more Grammy Awards for his gospel albums than his country albums. And I've told you country album Grammys like three or four times now.
1: Yeah, well, okay. Dude. He was a big fish in a little pond.
0: Well, that's probably true. Yeah. That's true. Selected songs from the gospel albums also made their way onto a two-part finale of TV's Touched by an Angel. With Michael Landon. Correct. Yeah. It featured Randy Ray in character. He's an actor now. He acts. Oh. I can act and sing.
1: Just like uh, Chris Christopherson.
0: He's a dual threat. December 2002, speaking of duels, Randy Ray's most successful venture, that was referring to the twos in 2002, Randy's most successful venture in Christian country music was the song Three Wooden Crosses, which is super fucking depressing. (laughs) Okay. It reached number one. Well, dude, he's like, driving on the highway, come to the intersection, semi-trucks don't stop as quick as you would reckon. You're like, oh God, what's happening? (laughs) Like the three of them were in the car, and then the car was one, and then the three of them and a tree all became undone. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, you just described <laughs> there's three wooden crosses on that turnpike now. I'm like, what the hell? All right,
1: thanks. Bring the stuff uh, yeah, down here, bro.
0: <laughs> so, it's not me, it's Randy Ray. Well, you, you've decided to invoke Randy Ray. I in suppose your I did. Podcast the here. chant of Randy Ray brings people down. God. Where's that? So uh, the song was named Song of the Year by the Country Music Association in 2003 and in 2004. Enough. Well, it was enough. It won a Dove Award for the Gospel Music Association as Country Song of the Year also. So it, people love the depressing Crosses by the Side of the Highway song.
1: Hey, I switched Soap.
0: You like the Dove? No, I ah. tried
1: the Dove. I went from... Uh, no Dove. I couldn't get my... Um, when I was going shopping for Soap. I couldn't get Dial, so there Not was I had I know I've had Dove at the house, and it's too perfumey. It smells unscented like a, it smells like a grandmother. I, um, use, I use unscented <clears> Dove bar I soap because my skin
0: smelling grandmother's That's
1: up. a point of reference. So uh, I was going to question <laughs> about how you had
0: that. What's what's the range?
1: But then I got uh, Irish Spring. Oh, I
0: don't
1: think we talked about this, did we? No. Yeah, Irish Spring. Do you, you remember those old commercials?
0: I was just thinking of those commercials. <laughs> they
1: were like. Kind of gave you. I mean, before you knew what a boner was, you kind of learned from maybe watching the Irish Spring commercials. Uh, well, uh, I was the a little summer, cheeky.
0: A little cheeky commercials, you know, I think.
1: You'd be watching, uh, uh, The Price is Right, and they go to commercial, and there's an Irish Spring. There's some some dude like showering in the woods, and some ladies come <laughs> up on a horseback, and
0: woo, woo.
2: Yep.
1: And the next thing you know, I don't know where he gets that buck knife at, but then he peels off a big Just, hunk of soap, Yep,
0: carving off your. Sl- you like, don't have a knife in you in the shower. Like,
1: like, like I guess they're proving to the audience that it's not hollow. I. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It's solid. Look at and this. And they're all
1: speaking in like
0: an Irish. Well, the Irish accent. Yeah. And then the whistle. Oh, I love me Irish spring. Ah oh, cha cha cha. <laughs> like Lucky Charms. I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend anyone. I don't know.
1: No, it's okay. The Irish apparently are like the last people we can make fun of without them getting offended. It's the
0: Italian. Me and Mario. Oh, uh, all right. Continue. His name is Luigi. So you got a oh, double award. Of course award. it is. Yeah, you got a double award for using good soap. Um, the albums *Rise and Shine* and *Worship and Faith* earned Randy Ray his fourth and fifth Grammys in 2003 and 4, respectively. Where's where that lady at? Lib. Yeah, she should be here. All right, she's showing up. Like she's she's more managing the club. Um, he took home an award for best Southern Country or Bluegrass Gospel album in 2003 and 4. Man, he had a killer run in the gospel stuff. there. Man,
1: he's got a he's got a big uh, big trophy case about at home.
0: His turn to Christian music was, quote, fruitful, producing a series of good heartfelt records, yet they also had a nice side of putting commercialism on the back burner, as gospel albums were made without charts in mind.
1: Well, I think, I, I don't know this, but I, 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 it sounds like this guy had hit the top, was at the top. He was definitely at the top. And maybe right before someone else was coming in to take that away from him, he was like, Good. Yep. Thank you. Release me from that. I'm going to go do this. this is kind of where my heart's at. This is yeah, where I want to do this. This is this is what I'd like to do. And I don't need any more money. I don't need any more fame. I got all the Grammys I can handle. That's um, a pretty
0: good move. I'll go do this. Honestly, if you're number one on the charts and rather than just see a decline, which will happen, there's always going to be a new number one. He just took the side door over into the Christian songs. But and so it's like you went up and then left. You know, you're like, oh, I, I'm off to this side now. So I didn't decline. I went out on top, which is hard to do.
1: But it'd be interesting to look back at who were on the charts on the country or the Christian charts at the time. Oh, yeah. no. When all mainstream. of a sudden, like, uh, you know, you're, you're like number two, almost maybe you're number one in the Christian charts. And then Randy freaking Travis comes Randy. in and just like
0: totally blows up your spot Can you imagine that bunch of christian artists oh god damn it randy travis <laughs> <laughs> what the damn you randy damn you to hell october ninth, 2010 randy ray files for divorce after 19 years of marriage with his wife and manager lib citing quote irreconcilable differences meaning man she's looking old
1: yeah yeah i was gonna say what so, they did get married, I guess. Did we not say that? In...
0: No, I said that. Yeah, Remember, okay. They, they,
1: they, they got... didn't want to talk about Right, it, it okay. was hidden. All right. So, do they have any, like, kids and stuff, or was she already through menopause? <laughs> Whoa.
0: <laughs> September 26, 2011, uh, Randy faints in the middle of a song at the Crystal Heart Gala. It's an annual benefit for the Hughley Memorial Medical Center in Fort Worth, Texas. And he's up there singing and playing. The and, Hughleys? Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, for D.L. Hughley. And uh, his medical center, quote, Mr. Travis has been struggling with laryngitis that resulted from chronic allergies and had multiple over-the-counter allergy medicines, his doctor said.
1: And that messed up his cords?
0: I guess so, man. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he was on his tour bus. His vital signs were all stable. And he goes home to recover. So basically, he just fainted ah blank card what do i do
1: well uh, ah. i know at, at this point he's probably older than we are now but i was not
0: as old as his wife.
1: Hello. I was out playing some uh, baseball with the kid, and he was pitching to me. And so I'm kind of <laughs> like, you know, catch. I'm behind the plate, and he's on the pitcher's mound. He's pitching, and I'm catching whatever happens. you actually down
0: on the squat? Oh, yeah,
1: I'm down there. I'm oh, do- doing Oh, wow. good for you. I don't dumb it I can I, I still, still ball, dude. Ben's serious about ball. I, serious. I can left hand, right hand bat. Just ball till you fall. Need both the same badness. So um, <laughs> I, I I got, you know, time to stand up. Every once in a while, you stand up. Bad. I stood up. And. I got a little, I got a little flush, I got a little dizzy. I'm like, whoa. A little lightheaded. <laughs> Standing <laughs> up too quick. Easy, big fella. <laughs> 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 whoa,
0: whoa, there's a little fin up here. I mean, you're a tall fella. I'll give you that, but
1: yeah, uh, I'm getting old. Woo, that it's, blood. Slow it down a little that, bit. Maybe? That old pumper's got to work a little harder.
0: That's hilarious. Got a lot
1: more mass to deal with.
0: Well, speaking of this in athletic events and ventures, February 5th, 2012. Do you remember this?
1: February fifth, 2000. Is that Super, Super
0: Bowl 46. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, of course.
0: Bunch of old guys trying to get up too quick. <laughs> the Giants. Giants and the Patriots. Remember what happened? No. Giants sneak past the Patriots with the 21-17 score. Madonna was the halftime show. Madonna,
1: uh, yeah, they were running together for me. I don't I'm know. What,
0: what? It's Super Bowl. I thought you were a sports fan. You're a baseball I, guy, I guess.
1: I'm not as much into the sports as I'm into my. Yeah, no. Eh. I feel like Football COVID throws fun.
0: It's I feel fun. like COVID taught us that we can live without all sports except for MMA. So eh, I'm, I'm good, good with that.
1: Baseball catches good.
0: Did you watch Football. any of those UFC fights they're putting on when there were no sports?
1: I caught a clip of. You did? Even no, you? Oh, I was like, oh, wow. man, just on like, Facebook, it goes scroll through Oh yeah. And it was without uh, audience. Yeah, that's what they were yeah. doing.
0: They were doing 10,000 seat like arenas with the no audience, and you could
1: hear the audio from the fight. Yes. And it made you appreciate what it sounds like when not even a solid hit gets thrown. It's a smack all the same.
0: That's what they said. They were like the most sort of not jarring, but the most noticeable thing was the sound of the impact. Because they don't usually. Of the combatants.
1: Yeah, they don't mic up a typical lob.
0: Well, you wouldn't hear it. Yeah, You,
1: <sighs> you don't mic. Well, no. And it's when in the you're background. just in the, in the in the training, you're training and you're in your gym or you're sparring or whatever, and you're hitting people and stuff. Oh, yeah. You're not usually watching that back no. from a extremely mic'd up situation. All mic'd out, but they put that up all the bells and whistles oh, and yeah. microphones and cameras without a crowd, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> crowd noise, and all of a sudden you're hearing like, and they're not even oh. really hitting each other yep. hard, like well, what you would consider hard right. in a fight, like right, that. right, right. But you can appreciate
0: it's still so pretty hard. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. And then one of the one of the weird side effects from that too is uh some of the commentators are like current fighters and like some guys hold belts and they're champions and they're doing their commentary, like, you know what he should do is, uh, like, go to the left, do a duck under and all that, and the fighters, because there's no crowd, can actually hear him, so they started listening to this one dude. <laughs> this guy, Daniel Cormier, is, like, the heavyweight champion or whatever, and he's just like, yeah, no, know what you need to do. is, du-. And the guy's like, oh, alright, thanks, man! And, like, he's making adjustments in his fight from what the commentators are saying. Well, and he actually, the dudes and, like, women are winning because of that. They're like, yeah, as he said, go to this and do that, and so I did, and hey, here we are, you know?
1: So in the same, in the same vein of our sports talk somehow we've gotten off topic
0: it's what we it's what we do this is our niche did you sidebar
1: did you hear what the nba is doing no not at all dude tell me this is not the coolest thing if you're an nba player whatever okay they're gonna play they're they're gonna play basketball games
0: i'm tall they're gonna
1: play some basketball games all right they're gonna all go through a ton of screening before they play Get sure. like, multiple COVID tests, whatever. Sure. Them, their agents, their family, their they're teams. They're super athletes, they're, dude. They're, they're ev- fine. They're everybody. Everybody that would be associated with this basketball team, the doctors, the trainers, the coaches, everybody gets tested and screened, and they stay, like, quarantined a little bit. Yep. And then they all go to Disney.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay.
1: They got the run of the Disney. <laughs> yeah. They all yeah. go there. They're going to play, like, yep. 50, 60 yep. games, whatever they're going to play. And they're all going to get their own hotel suites and rooms. They can tour all the park, all the animals. Wow. There's nobody at Disney right now. No. Yeah. Wow. And they got all these high four-star, five-star restaurants they're eating yep. at, playing golf, going yep. fishing. There's some like other things. They can get boats and do things. This is, Dude. And, and play a little basketball. Whatever. I There's, guess. It, it's an all-inclusive this should all they should film it like not the basketball park, <laughs> the disney park. i want to see the behind the scenes of Empty what these disney? people are doing right and, and i'm thinking about i'm like this would be awesome i mean maybe awesome i would never go to disney in, in a million years because of the crowds but right this way i absolutely would oh yeah yeah um they should make a bit of a like actually documented reality tv a little bit just show me the behind the scenes of what these people are doing and let me live through their eyes a little bit it would be fun me, let me bring. Now I started thinking a little bit more. Basketball <laughs> it, it, players. more in depth. Basketball players are kind of known for womenizing. Are, Just a little. Are they going to like ship some.
0: Wilt Chamberlain.
1: Some. Into hottie, Disney? Hotties with bodies in. I, the
0: I think they might work at Disney already. Like some of the show performers and whatnot. Yeah, you're hired. The, you're
1: hired. You know, there's going to be some. Uh, wiki-watching side. mermaids. There's going to be some extra jobs you're going to have to do. A lot of jobs.
0: You're big on jobs today, aren't so you? So many <laughs> jobs. There's a visual. There's a couple. Oh, you did the thing. Ah, <laughs> that's a shake weight. That's a, <laughs> that's a shake no, weight, No, this, uh, this is champagne. I'm really happy. Ah, just, you know, like they do in the NASCAR. Ah. But that sounds cool.
1: I keep hitting the mic stand Well, with my glasses.
0: Well, we were talking about the Super Bowl, and I brought that up because... Giants and Patriots. Giants-Patriots. All right. Yep. The Giants sneak past the Patriots, which doesn't really happen. Patriots are pretty much a dynasty. Mm-hmm. And so... Be. February 6, 2012, Randy Ray, 52 years old, was found drinking an open bottle of wine in front of the Sanger Baptist Church in Sanger, Texas. He was arrested for public intoxication. He was arrested for public intoxication, and was booked at the Denton County Jail where he received a misdemeanor citation. Before he was released a few hours later, a quote from Randy Ray says, quote, "I apologize for what resulted following an evening of celebrating the Super Bowl." I'm committed to being responsible and accountable, and apologize for my actions. He just so, gave
1: a—he just gave a long-winded. My bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. I,
0: Giants beat the Patriots, man. I was in a parking lot, had a bottle of wine. My Woo! bad. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> uh, there's video on the interwebs if you want to watch it. It's <laughs> you can watch him get picked up for that. Uh, April eleventh 2012. F- Ex-wife and manager sues Randy Ray for uh, severing their professional relationship, accusing him of breaching their managerial contract five months early. Like, all right, you can break the contract, but your she little early. She just
1: wanted some more money. Right. I'm sure she did a lot of work. I'm sure she was a in- integral.
0: Lib, his manager of 30 years, said, quote, He had a large truck and armed guards and several other men show up at the office and remove practically all the property and business records from her custody.
1: Oh, well, I guess. <laughs>
0: Hard separation.
1: That's a hard no.
0: Randy Ray insists there is no truth to the allegations, and he says, quote, It is unfortunate that it has come to this. We believe the lawsuit lacks merit, and we have legal defense to her claims.
1: Poor lady. She can't even, she probably doesn't even remember half the crap that happened.
0: (laughs) What's happening? What's going on? Come over and pet my cat. Who is the people with that truck? May 29, 19... Well, let's try again. That was a UPS truck, ma'am. May 29, 2012, Randy Ray files a counterclaim against Lib's lawsuit, insisting he owes nothing to her because she divulged personal and confidential information about him that damaged his reputation and harmed his career. Did she say he had a little wiener? I did not find anything that said that.
1: And his wiener is so
0: tiny. He also alleges Lib cheated guy. on him by submitting reimbursement requests for first-class travel, oh, expenses, and uh, the camp. That he had his lawyers are like that was intentional and reckless,
1: because she, (laughs) yeah, she wanted to make a couple extra grand. There you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. August seventh, two thousand twelve. Less than six months after his arrest for public intoxication, Randy Ray is busted North Texas on suspicion of driving while intoxicated. That's good. After crashing his Trans Am in a construction zone,
1: the real crime is that he's driving a Trans Am. (laughs) That's
0: why I went back and put in Trans Am because it used to say car, and I was I found out it was a Trans Am. Like you're Randy Travis, you're driving a Trans Am. <laughs> eh,
1: Rider was a big thing.
0: That's true. That's yeah. kind of you're right. My stand corrected in 2012. Uh, he is found naked at the scene with blood alcohol twice the legal limit. He's laying in the middle of the street,
1: naked after he crashed his car.
0: Trans Am. Yes.
1: I, I've, I've. What? I've driven drunk. I've, I've driven drunk. I've driven naked. I'll tell you that. I've never driven naked.
0: I, I was drunk coming home from a party and I decided to get naked. I will. I, will tell you that. I was drunk. I shouldn't have been driving. What? I don't know. It was hot. What?
1: what? I, that's the part I, I feel that my kid, I don't have any connect. I don't get why you get.
0: Ah. Like, you know what? It's hot in here. I'm hot, I'm sweaty. I'm going to get naked.
1: So I, I was walking around in, in just this pair of shorts last night and no shirt in my backyard. There you go. Kind of drunk.
0: <laughs> Were you watering your lawn? Cause that's no, the guy.
1: I was, uh, I had a flashlight. I was looking oh, for God. my cat. It was one in the morning.
0: You're a meme. Oh my no, God. My
1: cat got out and I <laughs> normally wouldn't give two shits, but there was a, a, a rabbit nest in our yard and our cat art isn't usually supposed to get out. But he did get out, and he killed one of the little baby bunnies. Oh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm now chasing my cat around my freaking yard in my neighbor's backyard. And all I'm thinking is, if I saw me do this right now as one of my, I'm calling the cops.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah. And then, and then my wife got home super late because she had a late meeting last night for uh, work. And she actually got into the house while I was in the backyard. So I didn't see her get home. And then she's in the house. And I'm coming now around to the front yard with the flashlight, Uh-oh. and I open the garage door with the garage door opener out of my van, and then Sarah comes out the front door and she's just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like it's 1.30 in the morning at this point, one in the morning, whatever it was. And she's she's I'm there, no shirt on, I got my shorts on, I got my flip flops on, <laughs> and a flashlight, just like <laughs> shining it into the bushes and under the vehicles. I'm looking for the cat. She goes why? I got a baby bunny. Oh, okay. I'm Can- trying to find a cat. Continue.
0: Yeah. Nope. I'm with you. All right. Well, uh, much like yourself, Randy is out late at night, and he's not wearing much clothing—no clothing, to be all specific. All right. Cops wheel up on him, and uh, they try to arrest him. He takes off running.
1: Well, he's got that tiny little, tiny little wiener flapping back and well, forth. Well,
0: what do you, what do you grab? Like a little golf clap. <laughs> Just smack him back and forth on his thighs. Um, he takes off running <laughs> and you can actually hear it in the video. The cops, is he running? And the other cop goes, ah, he's running. Mr. Travis, Mr. Travis, <laughs> do you mind? I'll go get him. <laughs> and the, the, the cops are super nice in this, in this video. You can watch it all online. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. What's that? Mr. Travis. They get him in the car. He's like, I'm going to kill you. You're going to die in the room. Oh, <laughs> I have
1: seen that. I saw that.
0: The police Art? officer's like, "Really, Mr. Travis? I'm gonna die in the rings of hell." He's like, "Um, you don't understand the people I know. I know some mafioso types. They're gonna come get you." And then he, so he like, apologizes the next day. Oh, so for yeah, sure. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry.
2: I'm
0: sorry. Uh, I was drunk. So Randy is arrested for a DWI, a misdemeanor, and retaliation, a felony, because he was threatening and fighting the officers while naked. Not that the naked has to do with it, but just fighting obviously.
1: It's got a lot to do with it, man.
0: <laughs> Randy Ray also walked into a convenience store earlier that night, not wearing any clothes and asking for cigarettes. So it's just like, hey, excuse me, uh, do you have any cigarettes? I don't get the naked thing. Are you I Randy Travis? I don't get the naked thing. Yes, and I'm having a Nick fit. I need some cigarettes, please.
1: All right, take these and, and leave. You're going to have
0: to go. Um. Yeah. Says no shirt, no shoes, no service. Nothing about no pants. I don't even know what your own sign says. I'm Randy Travis. Uh, he's released after paying his twenty one thousand five hundred. Uh, twenty one. How do you say that? Twenty one thousand five hundred dollar bail.
1: That's how you say it. That's how you say it.
0: (laughs) Um. In his memoir, Randy Ray says that he didn't drink too much alcohol and was repeatedly reported that he only had two glasses of wine. He's like, I only drank two glasses of wine that were like this. Yeah. right.
1: Right. I know. Right.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, in an attempt to get some sleep, he also took an Ambien.
1: Those those can fuck some people up. There it is. Those which, <laughs> that's not uh, everybody. You had some issues, didn't you? Take one and I didn't.
0: Yeah, that set some- off an unfortunate chain of events.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's weird.
0: It's like you don't. I mean, I don't know, man. Like you're not awake, but you're not dreaming. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's like you're in this gray zone of consciousness. Like this can't be real. I'm going to take my clothes off cuz this Maybe isn't that explains real. Everything. It really might you, there's a bunch of ambient stories, man.
1: You gave me a sleeping pill when I went to Australia.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. For the plane. You right. know, like try yeah, to sleep yeah, yeah. It's get a long plane circadian ride. Circadian rhythms, sleep. get in the zone. So yep. on
1: the on the way there, I I I didn't I didn't need to. I just I just slept. I could sleep on a plane really, you know, just kind of like boom, sleep. There you go. And that was a short plane ride really. <clears throat> but on the way back, I'm like screw this you know time changes were extreme one way and not as extreme the other makes the way sense you go out of you yeah, know you yeah. have math i'm not doing that here so i popped i popped that sleeping pill it kept me wide awake
0: that's what i was just gonna yeah, say
1: I, I i i'm i was just like go to sleep the whole time couldn't go to it's just those
0: generic little blue like sleep aids that you could admire but like one of them wide awake
1: made me all jittery
0: two of them sleepy three of them wide awake four of them you're dead so you just got to really be careful on that and what you're doing. <laughs> but that's take four, Right. This, there's a whole thing with, like, anesthetization, I guess would be the word, right? Like, controlling your consciousness. Nobody knows what they're doing, man. Like, you're just shutting off your brain. Like, what parts and what chemicals are doing what? And who knows? <laughs> so he's on an Ambien, and he flipped out. And a couple he's glasses like, of wine. on don't even know. Right.
1: Couldn't find his drawers anywhere.
0: Yep. All right. Rogan has a great bit on it. If you ever see Joe Rogan's bit, talking about like he was in a hotel and the fire alarms went off, so they evacuated the hotel. And he's like, You could see this select group of people that were just like in this daze. And he's like, I didn't figure it out till like weeks later. Like, oh, these are people taking sleep aids and Ambien and stuff like that. They're just like walking around, like, "Uh." especially in a hotel. their eyes were open, but they were still sleeping. And so
1: I, I remember waking my brother up. When he was still asleep, he'd be kind of walking around the house, but he's still, I mean, his eyes are a open. Oh, sleepwalker. He's, yeah, he's, yeah you, so you had to wake him up slow. You just slap now, him in the face. Get now, up, Nick! Now he just he just gets up swinging if you go
0: <laughs> Don't go wake him up. He's got a gun. with.
1: He'll him. hit you in the nut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just the one? <laughs> that's July seventh, 2000. All you need. That's all you need. It's true. I have protected myself by tucking my three-piece between my legs. Your nut shots are not viable on me anymore july 7 2013 um randy is admitted to dallas hospital for viral cardiomyopathy
1: unless i'm behind you
0: <laughs> hoof is a hoof on july 10th randy ray suffers a stroke five days later he underwent successful brain surgery afterward uh he enters physical therapy but the stroke left him without the ability to speak or sing yeah yeah as far as that goes him. that's that'd yeah. be the worst thing for you right um De- october six- well okay Th- one up in me thanks buddy this is october 16 2016 after three years of therapy and rehabilitation randy ray surprises fans when he appears at his induction to the country music hall of fame he goes out and uh, he walks on stage by himself re- briefly says a statement and sings amazing grace oh then, wow then he leaves all right amazing grace who is the chick Why do we say your name before we eat and i'm out of here 2015, he uh, releases a compilation album. On the other hand, uh, all the number ones. So literally, just put all the well. number ones. Yeah. As you can imagine, it was really well received. Well,
1: how many people in this world could ever do that? What do you got? Like the Beatles, maybe? Elvis? Michael yeah. Jackson? There's a handful. Madonna? Yeah, just
0: all number one songs.
1: Randy Travis? Randy Garth Brooks? Travis. Still can't figure it out.
0: Uh, let's see here. It even returned him to the country music album Charts in 2017, two years after its initial release. So it stuck around for a while, this record of number ones.
1: Well, I wonder if that's when, um, oh, so you said 2017? Yeah. Well, I mean, the iTunes, iTunes put a blip on a few weird radars. Oh,
0: for sure. It changed yeah. the game.
1: When, when, you, when all of a sudden you can go get some good old music again, because you couldn't find some stuff at the store, but it's on, then you put it on the iTunes. One movie comes out. Next thing you know, Danger Zone's a good song again.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah, they put Top Gun on Netflix, and everybody's back buying, uh, what was his name? Um, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins' music. There you
0: go. All right. Uh, Speaking of nowadays, early 2020, Randy Ray releases Precious Memories, Hymns, and Gospel Favorites.
1: Going back to the gospel.
0: It's a live recording from the 2003 performance of uh, Randy Ray recorded at the Cavalry Assembly of God Church in Orlando, Florida.
1: I bet that's a big church.
0: It's got 12 songs on it. Um, it was recorded before he had a stroke.
1: Proof of course,
0: I didn't know why I put that in there. He's recorded 20 studio albums, charted more than 50 singles on the Billboard Hot Country charts, including 16 that reached number one. He's considered a pivotal figure. In the history of country music, we've got a quote from Randy Ray, Randy Travis himself. Quote: "You know, I think you have to sound right singing whatever it is that you sing." Randy Travis, ladies and gentlemen. Buttons are so hard. Uh, you wanted your, you wanted your uh...
1: rim shot. Yeah.
0: There you go. What'd you think, Randy Travis?
1: Uh yeah, he was a docile old man. He didn't do too many bad things. Sounds like he was a little bit of a rabble rouser when he's young.
0: Just when he was drinking he's probably got some issues. But otherwise, just yeah. a nice country boy. Just
1: I, I did like go. the way he transitioned to gospel. I think that was good uh, play. That was a good play. That was very um uh well I'll think of the word later.
0: <laughs> that was Graceful. Very... Oh, there it is. Hey nailed it. nailed it.
1: Very graceful.
0: It was. Grace in the religious movement. That's that's yeah. new. Um, so you like that he didn't, like, there was no spiral down. They're like, oh, that sucks. He didn't diddle oh, any little
1: didn't... kids. He didn't hit no. it. He didn't hit his wife.
0: That's your minimum requirement <laughs> is not diddling no, kids or diddling. Uh, domestic I, abuse. I honestly. I appreciate that.
1: Honestly, I, I think there's a lot of situations where I would, I, I, I wouldn't hate somebody as much for killing somebody, like shooting somebody, as I would for diddling little kids.
0: I get that. Yep.
1: I mean, if you're shooting somebody, a lot of times, you got a good reason. I mean, it may not be right to do, but you know they were, they got a beef with your yeah. Whatever. Something led up to it. Well, you're diddling kids, and you know, you know, I don't like. Don't uh, do that. Oh uh, yeah, and and, and hitting hit your woman. Don't do that. No, no. let that not not say that. Yeah, just don't do. Don't it. do that. Don't.
0: Don't. Well, since we have avoided domestic abuse, that brings us to another end, close of another crime in music, and so if you guys are so inclined go to itunes and leave us a review if you would i would really like it if someone would leave a uh seven star review oh a seven star review i was just gonna say some emojis like you know see if we can decipher it's ice cream it's chocolate ice cream okay everybody knows that (laughs) there's
1: a whole entire world of emoji meanings that the kids got oh yeah it's like some you gotta have a, a cipher to figure it out oh dude yeah there's che- stuff. Cherry,
0: I'm... cherry, water, droplet.
1: Oh, there's... No, I go way rider. deeper than that.
0: Second way place deep. metal. I don't yep. even know what I'm saying.
1: All right, good show. I like it. It was show. good to see you. Second glad. one back in the second I'm one back. So in pumped. The,
0: Guys, the we are going to be back here for uh, more episodes. We're actually going to go out in the field. We got the pontoon cast coming up this summer. I swear to you that's going to happen. Um, hey, uh, you got
1: to take a picture of the studio and put it on the uh, internet. I will. I'll put let people know. Put the headphones back yeah. up on yeah. your little headphone hanger dealio take a nice little shot we got that do you want
0: to take your name with you i got i got copies you can have your name no
1: you might need that for more headphones
0: all right there you go more (laughs) headphones all right everybody please reach out to us leave us a speak pipe go to crimeandmusic.com and uh, hit the button there leave a little recording so ben and i can hear your lovely voices and you listen to us we want to listen to you so hit us up on the uh social medias crime and music anywhere you do social media other than that it would help us out greatly if you would share with your friends, be like, hey, check these guys out. I like it. You might like it, too, since hey, I said that. The speak
1: pipe it, just go to our website. Hit one button and say dumb things. Start to, that's what we do.
0: Big speak pipe. SpeakPipe. So uh, on that note, we'll see you next time. And uh, words of wisdom I picked up a long time ago from I don't know who wrote it down. It was in an old book, and it said, never trust a big button to smile.